Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Last Call for Adventure. We're so very excited to be back. I hope everyone had a wonderful Easter. I am joined, as always, by the intrepid Crew 3, uh, probably the spiciest of our crews thus far. Uh, let's go around the table and meet them, as well as their characters. Take it away, Burke. I am <coughs> playing uh, Cockhead the Undead. And uh, he is, uh, he's called that because it rhymes. Yeah, that's right. He's great. <laughs> little hobgoblin. Uh, he's got an issue, a skin condition. Um, has a, likes gold, likes that a lot. Um, any kind of money he can get his hands on. Very grubby about that. And uh, I'm looking forward to tonight's episode. Well, today's episode, I guess it's not technically night. Um, but it's going to be fun. I don't know how things are going to go. Uh, I'm sure it's all going to work out just fine. <laughs> I just, I, I almost love it more if you don't explain that he has a skin condition. You just leave it as he has an issue. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. He's got a condition. A little mystery. He's got a condition. He's got a serious medical issue. Yeah, true. It's falling apart just a little bit. Max? <laughs> you know not what powers you trifle with. <laughs> oh, no. Silly skin condition having go kid. <laughs> Once more, the people. <laughs> um, Was that Alan Rickman? <laughs> uh, who knows what it is? Everything just blurs at some point. It sounded like um, Alan Rickman to me. Like, well, because you know, it was the part where Palpatine is transitioning from being Emperor Palp, and remember he's oh. like seducing Anakin, and eventually he just gets unhinged and he's literally going like, "Run, <laughs> I love that part. Purpley, but um, yeah, I play Blibble. Yeah. He's a warlock goblin. Um, currently, potentially in a little bit of a predicament unbeknownst to him but he's nervous because some stuff happened some guy with a skin condition is uh potentially baiting him to a trap um possibly we'll see what we'll see what happens uh but yeah i play blibble he is uh he's a goblin he's level five i don't think he's six i popped out my channel here level five and we'll see what happens <laughs> it's gonna be good or bad, either way. <laughs> One of your party something. members is trying to kill you. That's real yeah. thing that's happening. We'll see. We'll see how far that desire for gold is, and uh, you know, replenishing that flesh that was afflicted. If I know Burke, he's pretty motivated. Do you think this is going to result in your inevitable demise? I'd be surprised if it did. Honestly, one. I mean. <laughs> First of all, this guy's got a skin condition. I can't go out like that from somebody with a skin condition. Uh, True. All amazing. Yeah, lose to somebody with very, eczema. Be very embarrassing. Turbo eczema, even. Um, <laughs> and then also, I mean, mechanically speaking, Burke is very new to D anD. It would be embarrassing to lose to that. Uh, but knowing Burke, though, too. He might have been researching a bunch of stuff. Let's see him looking at monitors right now. He's just like probably looking at different things he can, you know, do. And who knows what happens. And this is the best transition you can get. 
with Nameless. That's right, Dan's Gaming. Who are you? What do you do here? <laughs> That's a really well, good thanks, transition. Thanks for that throw. That was great. Um, I'm Dan's Gaming. I'm playing Nameless, who's a orc uh, fighter, who's kind of begrudgingly helping these two characters across the uh, wilds and not really has much attachment to either of them. He's just kind of here to help them along. He doesn't really have too much attachment to either of the people. He's more about his own things going on. And we'll see what he decides to do, depending on what is going to happen in this cave, which should be quite an adventure. Well, you heard it here first, Max. He doesn't particularly care about you. (laughs) Well, that's that. I mean, that's what I figured. But who knows? Is he just going to sit idly by while potentially Blibbles is getting probably, probably. (laughs) That's all right. I got other people. He won't help stab you, you know. But he also won't stab you. Well, if it's an excruciating death, if it's looking bad and it's an excruciating death, and just, just, just. Take me out. Put me out of my misery. <laughs> so so I get credit and not Burke? <laughs> yeah. Don't let him get any XP. Okay. It's fair. It's fair. All right. So where we last found our players, they had ventured into a rocky area of the map known as Ronia's Teeth. This area in between the naturally formed uh, spires and mountains and foothills of the impending mountains, I should say, um, also has funeral cairns dotting the area. Here they unceremoniously rose from the dead, a former member of one of the guilds, a Bertha Bessington. And then, with, I guess, great disappointment, realized she would not go back to dying after her resurrection. <laughs> she informed them that there is a spirit that dwells here in this hallowed ground, and that the spirit had actually dispatched of her entire adventuring party. In the last episode, our, our own crew encountered what had become of that adventuring party. Where they had become these creatures with large, gaping maws and a desire for nothing other than the consumption of human life. The crew narrowly survived an encounter with one of these creatures. And realizing there were four more, decided to hasten their journey through the mountains, but drawn by the allure of an entity promising to cure him of his eczematic condition, Doc had ventured into a mountain smote in the middle by a particularly virulent, I guess you could say, bolt of lightning and spoke there with Blibble's ex, for lack of a better word, ex-patron, I suppose you can say and struck a deal to draw him into the mountain in return for being freed of his um, what's the, his situation, I suppose you can say. Blibble not follow him into the mountain, though. 
And that is actually where we currently find Blibble. Where we find Blibble. Sitting outside. The air around you is cold. Your breath is kind of rattling in your chest. And you realize after some time that it's not really a cold from the temperature, but you're shivering because there's kind of a chill creeping up your spine. And there's something unsettling about being here. You see the two figures of Nameless and Gawked kind of disappear into this crack in the side of the mountain. And you are left with the pack beasts and Bertha and tow. I don't think that's a good idea. Neither why. I don't even know why the fuck we're here. This is stupid. <sighs> you feel that? Go- Place is gold. not right. Gold is no good if you die for it. That's what I was trying to say this whole time. This is, I like gold just like anybody else, but you got to be alive to spend it. Unless Gokhead's got like some sad story about his family or something. I don't know. I think it's sad enough with the whole. I, I, maybe it is. There's also the matter of uh, any gold here most likely belongs to a funeral, funereal sort of burial type of situation. A lot of times that's how you end up cursed and get a skin condition to begin with is meddling with dead people's gold. Probably how he got it in the first place. You know, he doesn't learn. I don't want to assume, but it's hard not to. Yeah. Probably why he's like so eager to go in there because maybe he's already cursed. Gonna take nameless and nameless gonna come out looking like, uh, you know, like he's been, um, Picked that by dogs or something, and he's been <laughs> on the ground like a like a half alive corpse. She gets up and like reholsters her axes, which you notice were like in her hand at the ready. And she says to you, "I'm gonna climb and try to get a vantage. If something comes for us, which I'm getting this." weird feelings sort of the hair on the back of my neck is rising i'd like to just see it coming yeah yeah it's probably a good idea i feel that too it's just the hairs are on on edge you know that i don't like it i don't like waiting around here but i suppose no. this is better than being in there i don't know why the hell they went in there all right i'm gonna try to survey the area and she climbs towards a vantage point meanwhile gawkhead nameless you re-enter this strange sort of i guess like cavern that you're in and nameless you see what gawkhead had perceived before the searing temperature of whatever lightning bolt had struck this mountain has left the inside almost like glass the the floor and the walls around you are smooth and cast long reflections kind of distorting your face and as you go in it's a good thing that you can see in the dark 
or it gets pitch dark rather quickly. With your sort of black and white night vision kicking in, you can still discern the shapes around you, but you don't immediately see any any sort of riches or treasures, um, the likes of which Gawket had 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 pointed out with the ring. Um, the cavern looks like it's been uninhabited probably since its inception. You see some evidence of maybe animals dwelling here at some time, but they're old pieces of evidence. And when you like kind of perceive with your other senses, you just smell like a staleness and stillness to the air as though nothing has dwelt here for some time. But then, after a few moments, you see it. A glint deeper into the network of passages in front of you. Gaka, do you... What is that? Something shimmers in the dark. Uh, I would say, like, uh, Gaka is kind of, like, slightly ahead of uh, Nameless and, like, kind of leading, slightly mm-hmm. eager. Um... He could bring out his uh, his green his green skull lantern to lighten things up a little bit, um, but at the same time that he's doing that, he's also very much talking in his mind <laughs> since the last time the entity also spoke to him as well in his mm-hmm. mind that he's just kind of saying something like, "You're going to have to help me by drawing Biddle inside." Do something with the orc to make him call out for aid. Um, and but at the same time, he's also hearing nameless, and mm. he's mm-hmm. moving toward the glint while not exactly saying anything back. More like he's acknowledging what nameless said by looking at the glint and moving toward it. Yeah, yeah. As you like think these thoughts. You don't get an answer, but you do get like a gentle sort of reassurance, like a feeling in the back of your head. And the glint becomes more clear to you since you're slightly ahead. You see a shimmer of gold, dulled by the passage of time, but gold nonetheless. See, I told you. There's plenty of gold here for all of us. Hmm. But why? This place doesn't seem to have any inhabitants. Where did it come from? Well, we're on our way to a mine. Perhaps this is an old mine. Yeah, you weren't getting paid anyway. (laughs) Namus looks around to see if um, he notices like there's any like passages that could be like a mine tunnel or like mm-hmm. places to go deeper into the rock which is like scanning around yeah give me a perception check or a survival check either one critical fail <laughs> oh no <laughs> yeah as you're looking around you're kind of like uh, you suppose this could be a mine there's enough room for someone to 
walk for two people to walk abroad through these passages. And in fact, as you look at your sort of face reflected back at you in the shiny rock wall, it occurs to you that this could be caused by some matter of explosion. Maybe they were using some type of chemicals or explosive methods here to excavate faster. And and as you look ahead and some of the passages are blocked off, it occurs to you maybe there was a great cave-in. And all of this seems to check out with what Gawket is saying. It seems you were right. There's obviously some sort of mine. I'm not very knowledgeable of such things, but looks like maybe an explosion went wrong. Could this be what we've been looking for? It very well could be. The, the guild wants us to investigate the ruined mine and its treacherous uh, darkness that seeps into it. But that could come from anything close by. Some things like the dwell in the dark places, but this... This seems like just a mine. Maybe there could be something more to this. We'll have to investigate. But this is why we're here. Hmm. Well, perhaps you shouldn't check out the gold. You're already cursed. Couldn't hurt. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a point. You do already be cursed. <laughs> God kid's gonna like glance at Nameless like what the <laughs> fuck is that? <laughs> but he was gonna I do mean, that anyway, cursed, so <laughs> what's one or two more curses? You know? he, had, he, had, he, had, he had no intention to to let Nameless go first and when it comes to this gold. So yeah, he's all about that anyway. So he doesn't really take mm-hmm. offense. So yeah, Gawkhead is moving over to the gold and you know, kinda Kneels down and takes his scaly little fingers and pre- you know touches it and starts to examine you know starts to starting to already think about how he's gonna get that loose so he could take it with him. <laughs> yeah, give me an investigation check. All righty, investigation. Thirteen. Yeah, as you like kind of examine the gold, maybe do you, with your eyes first, you do realize this does look like the remnants of what could have been a dragon horde at one point in time. It's cold. A dragon has not been sitting on it for a long time, but you also know that there is a dragon wraith in these areas. So the dragon hasn't been around for a while. There's even like a slight indentation where this thing may have lain at one point. A lot of it, it looks like, has maybe been carried away. But the first thing that strikes you is as you look at this blanket of gold ahead of you, how just pristine and almost freshly pressed everything looks. The gold has like a maybe a thin layer of, of dust on it, but. Nothing looks worn around the edges or anything like that. It all looks like it's brand pressed new. You see goblets, coins, necklaces, bracelets, cuffs, chains, all kinds of platters, plates, all gathered together in one place greedily. 
taken by many hands, eroded, but still very much present. It would take you probably six chests to carry it all out of here. <clears throat> you said there's a, a dragon horn, right? That's made of gold? No, a horde. Oh, a dragon horde. Okay, okay. So mm -hmm. this is just a big pile of loot. Oh, yes. okay. Yes. Oh, perfect. All right. Uh, well, like I said, it's over. sunken in the middle and raised around the edges, almost like at one point a dragon like sort of lay in it. It still has those like sort of indentations and markings. Right. Well, after the last two treasures were completely skipped by the party, he's definitely not telling Nameless about this possible dragon. So, mm. uh, he kind of just looks over at Nameless and smiles and says, you want to get paid now? As uh, Gawkhead reaches out to start taking some treasure and starts putting it inside his little uh, satchel that he carries his stuff in. Mm-hmm. I now see why you city folk like this. It's very pretty. It sparkles. I like that. <clears throat> not to mention not getting paid kind of sucks, doesn't it? So have at it, friend. Huh? Have some of the treasure. I, I don't see any danger here, so perhaps Gokhead, I mean... Libble should come in and help us take some of this. I... I suppose if your honor dictates that you must invite him in to uh, partake in the loot, I suppose I don't mind sharing it with you, you know, being that he's a coward and you're not. I, I'm not afraid. And Nameless walks over to Treasure and puts a little bit in his pocket. Mm hmm Yeah. It feels heavy in your pockets, but you don't feel anything like grip you physically. You don't feel your skin come off or anything like that. It just feels like, like I said, you feel the weight of the coins as they as you put as you put it in your pockets. Go ahead and tell that cowardly goblin to come on inside. Fine. It seems fine in here. There's no danger. You can stay here and I will go tell him. I'll be right here. <laughs> and Nameless walks back to the entrance to go find Blibble. Yeah. With your pockets full of gold the walk feels a little longer when you get to the entrance um i'll say this bubble you know you, betsy's just co coming back down from her survey bertha it's just like bertha, bertha you're betsy right. <laughs> <laughs> bertha is just coming back down from her surveying and kind of um Says, well, bright side is I don't see anything. Downside is I don't see anything. No birds, no insects, nothing. Yeah, it's a little disturbing. Place feels completely dead. It's not normal. Not even bats at this time of night. I did see a break in 
some of the fog up ahead. I feel like we could take advantage of it and try to get out of here. The way we came back from seems like a better option, even with the stone pillar kind of in the way. I feel like that might be, I don't know, seems less ominous somehow. There's like or a... At very least, we know what's there. Exactly. Exactly. But I didn't see any more of the weird mouth-eating things. <clears throat> really would rather not encounter any more of those. I share that. I, I, I had enough of those. <sighs> this sucks. Why are we here? We should, we should really, we should really go. And at this, she actually like, as you're saying, why are we here? She remarks on that. She's like, uh, I thought your mission lay on the other side of the teeth in the mountain. Yeah, but not right? here. This doesn't match up to anything we're supposed to be finding. They didn't say anything like it's an actual mining area up in the mountains. Not this. This is clearly like a side path that leads to whatever the fuck this whole place is. No, I, I, uh, I agree. <laughs> There's a camp up in the hills that, um, well, I don't know if they mine there, but I know they smith there. Yeah, there's a, there's a large smithy, and they make some of the guild armors there, and that's where we're headed. We're not close to it, but your friend, this gawkhead, almost seemed to imply that this was somehow related. This... Of course, it's not related. Why would they even do anything? This is all creepy and shitty. We're miles away from our intended destination. This is this why is a, I'm so resistant to going quest. to this. Yeah. And then you said you, this was the place you were struck down? Yes. <clears throat> and you saw what happened with the rest of my adventuring party. They've become horrible, undead, shambling creatures. Everything just feels <sighs> off here. And as you say that, you hear nameless this is sort of footfalls kind of reach you from the entrance to the mountain. You hear a little bit of a jingle in his pockets as he's walking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I did scouting inside. It just seems like an empty cave. There's no inhabitants at all. No creatures, no people, no signs of people. But we did find, they pull out a few coins, gold in there. I don't know where it came from, but it's looks abandoned for quite some time. Could possibly be that this is an abandoned mine or a mine that went wrong. I saw signs of collapse. Probably explosions of chemicals. I seems safe, but I didn't see anything untoward in there. You think this is a mine? Let me look at that. Could be. Takes a look at like the the gold that you have in your hand. I roll. Yeah, I gave you a few pieces yeah. of it. 
What do you want me to roll? Investigation? Um, investigation or arcana. Depending on like what, how you're examining it. If you're looking at it like physically yeah. or if you're looking at it um, like from a magic point of view. Probably arcana because it feels weird that there's just this. We said that it, when you described it before, you said it has like, it's very shiny, right? Like it, like it seems fresh pressed. Yeah, it has like a thin film of dust on it, but there's no sign of wear on the coins. Like there's none of the scratches right. or marks as though they've been right. in circulation. It looks freshly minted. Given that, I'm going to do Arcana. 16. 16. Yeah, something strange thrums about it in your hand as though it's been altered or modified somehow. And more importantly, as you're kind of like looking at it, it confirms something you feel in your mind as you compare two coins against each other, that these have been made with magic. In fact, as you look at the coins, you realize like, and yeah, with the 16 on Arcana, you know, dragons collect their wealth from all manner of place, but these coins have come, at least the two you're holding, from the exact same place. And they're not... They haven't been in circulation in any sort of municipality you're aware of. You've never seen coinage like this. They look like they're fresh pressed out of a factory. This registers as strange to you, and as you're holding them, you feel like the aftertaste, almost like a metallic aftertaste of like transmutation magics. The coins are real. They have been conjured. And... You said this is from inside there. Where did you find them, and what did they look like? There's a great pile of them in the back. Looks like gathered by someone greedy or something. But no signs of whatever it was remains. Um... These are 100% conjured. Look at the way it differs from this coin here. This one's... I mean, they're both real. But this one was actually weathered. See that it comes from... He describes, like, you know, where specifically it was minted and all that. This one, I've never seen anything like this before. This is 100% put there. Intentionally. It's like a bait. Nameless tries to nod like he understands what money does and is. Are you understanding what I'm saying? This is this is an actual coin from a place where they make these coins. This one was made by some sort of magic user. This one well, I more don't know. Spark- this one more sparkly, this one less sparkly. Yeah, because this one was recently made. You get it? I mean, that's it, not normal. Does it? Do I not get furs for this? I trade. I, I don't. I mean, <laughs> people will probably be a little curious as to what where it comes from and if it's fake. Maybe they melt it down. But the fact is, there's something magical about it in nature. So I don't even know if this will disappear after you know. A period of time, because sometimes transmutation can work that way, where it's real and solid, but then after a period of time, it goes away, kind of like a ha-ha, got you, or if people need like a, you know, bait for a period of time.
Is this is this registering at all in your head? It's fucking bait. It's weird. So, a magic not banker, natural. Magic banker made the money in the cave. Oh God, Bertha, help me out with this. <laughs> um. Yeah, she. It's like kind of thinking to herself and then for a moment trying to think of like how to explain this. And then um, kind of lands on kind of lands on it uh, after some time and is like this <sighs> this is showing someone the dagger in your hand so they don't see the one in your back. Trickery. It would appear so from Libel's knowledge of such things. It is awfully convenient. For a dragon horde to, for any part of it to remain after so many years is a bit strange. I think we should retrieve Gawked and leave and rid ourselves of this uh, bounty. And she kind of like gently like brushes the coins out of your hand, Blibble, and like onto the floor. It's like someone could be tracking it. It might be hard to remove him. He is has a look in his eye at the gold that I wish someone would look at me like someday. (laughs) Yeah, it's probably... Wait. Are you okay, Nameless? What was that laugh bit? Nothing, nothing. Okay. You got your beef, you know? You're fine. It's not important. Yeah, um, he's, um, he, he was, <laughs> I know the guy likes gold, but like, why would you go here willingly? Look where we are. So driven. It's just like tunnel vision. He didn't even hear the giant pillar or acknowledge it. And at that point, he didn't even know there was gold. He may be sick. Maybe the, whatever he's afflicted with makes him lust for gold it's like there's no reason it doesn't make sense stuff is logical feels like he's hiding something from no that no it doesn't make sense You see Blibble thinking really hard. (laughs) What would you like to do? Shall we leave? Or investigate the cave? 
Leave him here and drag him away. We already know that she died in this cave. That there was some sort of dragon. Now maybe a spectral dragon. We don't know if it was felled or not or if it'll come back. This clearly is fake gold in the sense that it was conjured as bait. I mean, (laughs) I'm not good at mathematics, but (laughs) one and one is looking like two here. Shall we retrieve him or leave him? We just shout in there. <laughs> I'm not going in there. Everything about my bean says that's a bad idea. You can't spend gold and you're dead. And I don't even know if you can spend this gold. Well, fine. I'll say it. Godhead! We're not coming in. It's fake gold. It's conjured. Fucking weird, dude. No reply. We're not going to wait for you. (laughs) Come on. No reply. I'm 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 not waiting for him. <laughs> he wants to live in a cave for the rest of his life, bathing in fake gold. Go for it. As you say this, <clears throat> nameless. You start to feel like a heaviness set in. Like your feet feel harder to lift. And your body in general feels heavier, feels harder to move. I'm I'm just so weary. Just and we're all a little tired. We'll get some rest. I just Mentally. need to sit. I feel drained. Are you good? I I'm just I'll just lie here a while. I'm no 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 no. Don't, don't lie here. No, you don't take a nap here. But I'm As just you so tired. Go to sit, nameless. You notice it, Blibble. The jingle of the coins in his pocket is louder. And it dawns on you that, of course, he would be tired because he's carrying around so much gold. Nameless, as you go to sit down, you you feel like your muscles and your legs kind of groan under the sheer weight. You only took two handfuls, but now it's starting to feel like you took two buckets. Gold is so heavy. Oh my god! It's just I reach in my pocket. What gold start, did you take? I I reach in my pocket and start pulling out the handfuls of the gold and throwing it on the ground. Just to it just feels so heavy and weighing me down. Coming. In fact, the more you pull, it starts spilling out of your pockets, but the weight is not reduced. 
See, I fucking told you. Look it. Where's all these coming from? Nameless, take your pants off. There's really good interest rates right now. <laughs> yeah, you keep pulling out handfuls and it just keeps coming and coming. And in fact, it starts to pour out of your pockets and then it starts to pour out of your boots. There's so much gold everywhere. Take your pants and your boots off. Uh, Nameless starts to undress and get out of his the clothes that has the gold in it. Yeah. As as you like try to fumble to take your pants off, the gold starts coming out of other places. It starts coming out of, you know, the 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 space between your shirt and your and your neck. It starts coming out of your ears. It starts coming out of your of like behind your neck, like everywhere you look, it's coming out of the sleeves of your shirt. Just like waves of gold that keep come crashing to the ground. Bubble, you hear it echoing off of the walls around you. This clink, 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 like a Vegas machine. But it almost seems to be, the sound seems to be like resounding and bouncing around this canyon that you're in. And you see, you see Bertha get nervous and say, this is not good. This is not good at all. Yeah, no, I agree. This is fucked. Uh, <laughs> shit, shit, shit. Um, Little's kind of thinking. If there's anything he can do. Uh, would Blibble know? What is this any sort of like uh, curse or something that he might know? Or spell? Um. Like, yeah. Give me, give me an arcana check. It's going to be very hard for you to like sure. know what spell sure. this is. Yeah, yeah. But you might be able to figure out how to help. I'm sure, he'd try to rack his brain to see if he's, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Eight. Okay, he doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what you you don't know how to. Um, let me say you don't know the exact nature of the spell, but it does feel like a protection curse or ward to you. Mm -hmm. Um, the only thing that uh, occurs to you is that, um, it's not like there's, there's not going to be nothing you can do to like stymie the flow. And in fact, nameless, your stomach turns as you begin to cough up a single coin. Oh, Oh God. (sighs) No, Give me a constitution he... save. <laughs> okay. 17? 17, yeah. Yeah, you don't take any damage, but you start to cough up coins at regular intervals. And your pants, as they lay on the floor, still have gold spilling from the pockets. Is there no way to stop this? God can't! The gold is cursed! It's multiplying! Nameless is fucked! Get out here! (laughs) (laughs) Now, Nameless, you would remember how greedily Gawked had grabbed from the gold pile. You had taken... A mere two handfuls, but Gawkhead had been piling the gold into a satchel. And you only wonder 
what has become of him now. Meanwhile, inside the mountain, Gaket, your satchel feels like it's overflowing. Like you, but you like the feeling because you're you. Like you know, (laughs) you're you. (laughs) Yeah, you know that you filled it, but now it feels twice as heavy as when you. And you feel like you are. You have the overburdened condition from Skyrim. Like you're walking at maybe half speed. The like Benny and the mummy, like pulling that. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The seams of your satchel feel like they're splitting. The strap feels like it's groaning, and you see gold like spilling over the edges under the that leather flap of the satchel, as it is so full of gold. You see, like one goblet, like peeking out from the corner that you don't even remember grabbing, and you see a couple of gems kind of like spill out over the edge. Mm-mm. Yeah. This, this, this is what it means to be in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> you start pulling gold from pockets that you didn't even remember putting gold in. He's like completely forgotten at this point about, you know, that the God and trying to get Bibble into the cave because it's like, oh my gosh, the gold! <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he would be very excited at this point. Um, uh, I don't even think I, he doesn't even acknowledge uh, Bibble's yelling because he doesn't even hear it. He's completely tuned out everything because it's it's just the gold is all he sees now. The the mm-hmm. that, that that you know the gold shimmer and his path. He's now trying to figure out what how am I going to get this out of this cave? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you're shouting into a cave and you occasionally maybe hear like a maniacal giggle or a clink <laughs> of coins, or just happiness noises, but you don't hear like a proper answer back. <laughs> you just maybe hear an occasional. <laughs> and you hear like a ding, 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 ding. Like once again, like a slot machine kind of going off. It's like gold is spilling somewhere inside. <laughs> I just hear him giggling. I think he's gonna die over gold. He's gonna get suffocated. Probably what he would like. <laughs> uh, Nameless reaches into his pockets where he put the original coins and try to find those in the pockets beneath all the coins that are spilling out mm-hmm. to try to throw them back in the cave. Um, he's just frantically grabbing coins and throwing them back in the cave, hoping to break the yeah. curse or lift it. Yeah. As you're reaching I, for the coins, like you, they're pouring out so quickly, you can't get to the original ones at this point. And as you throw them into the cave and they hit the ground, you notice that like their luster is greatly dimmed as they hit the ground. They're no longer as like shiny. And in fact, like as it keeps spilling out of just like everywhere, you like feel like, you never want to see this beautiful, shiny thing again. Like the thing that once enchanted you is now just like it's blurring your vision. You, you see it everywhere. The moonlight is reflecting off of it. And all you can hear is the ringing of coins in your ears. This like clink upon metal, of metal upon metal. Uh, I would also say that Gawkhead is now actively screaming back for somebody to come help him. Help! Yeah.
in the stillness of the night, this clinking getting louder and louder, echoing the sound bouncing off this perfect amphitheater you're in with these granite walls around you, bouncing off the cairns, you hear it. And you see Bertha kind of like stand all the way up. You hear a long and low rumble. Almost as that of a great beast drawing breath. Uh oh. (laughs) (laughs) It's much better than anything I could have conjured. (laughs) Thank you. you. We try. We try. Uh, Shit. Um, what direction does it come from? Like how far away? It comes from where, um, Bertha was saying the fog was a little bit clearer ahead of you. The way behind you is still, uh, mostly clear, at least from the surface. She said she didn't see any Bodaks or any of those undead you had encountered before. Um, yeah, you see everything in Bertha kind of like go tense. With this, with like a face of recognition, you see the color drain from her half orc skin a little bit, and then she immediately like looks for cover, and then grabbing one end of your pants as you stand there now pantless, nameless, um, she kind of like kicks you with one foot and is like, "Come on, help me grab the other end," and she starts to like drag it towards the cave, and uh, she says to you, "Blibble, we have to muffle the sound, gold." And loot means dragons. And she like starts like dragging the pants as quickly as she can. But they're like still spilling out gold and feel like they're 200 pounds. So she's trying to, Bertha's trying to get the, the loot back into the cave? Mm-hmm. No. You see the boots that have been kicked Fuck. off also now spilling out gold, clattering across the stones. You see all of your beasts, the Luftams, like get like start to like pot the ground, steam kind of rising from their nostrils. You see the pupils get like very small and narrow as they kind of go into that fight or flight mode. Um, um, Nameless uh, tries uh, to compose himself and help her drag the pants um, into the cave. Give me a strength saving throw as the two of you are like, do so with advantage as the two of you are kind of straining your orcish muscles, dragging these pants behind you. 16? Yeah, it's enough. Like I said, it's only like 200 pounds. For someone like Blibble, this would be very difficult. But for the two of you, you're able to drag it up the, up the sort of like passage into the mountains. Gold is still spilling. You see like one coin kind of go on its edge and like roll past your fleet, Bibble. These boots, they're um, they're still like separate and making noise. Yes, mm-hmm. the two boots are like sitting there now, also overflowing with gold. Um, and the occasional coins Delex pops out of <laughs> Nameless's ear. Occasionally, he coughs one up. This is also happening with you, Gokin. You don't remember eating gold. But occasionally, like, you go, you clear your throat and, like, a coin, you find a coin underneath your tongue. 
<clears throat> I was going to say that, like, while they're tr- actively trying to figure out how to bring the gold back in, Gawkhead is a. Uh, I, like, I don't. He, maybe he might have, like, realized that the pack is, might be too heavy now to lift for it on his own, but he uh-huh. wants to get them to help him. So he's brought the gold that he has with him outside with him now. <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> so he has. He has some gold with him and he's very excited as he steps outside to throw his loot and he kind of looks at Blibberl and says this is my pile and then he goes back inside the cave <laughs> he starts to go back inside the cave to go <gasps> to go get more <laughs> yeah you well, well you feel your heart rise into your throat as you hear this thunderous roar as Gawkhead goes, this is my pile. And you hear all of the goblets and coins come crashing down. One of them rolls down this like sort of path leading into the mountain. And you you hear it just go give a really loud like rotating sound. It seems to go on forever as eventually it strikes a rock and continues to like reverberate with sound all of the coins like kind of crashing against each other like <laughs> while you see while you see Bertha and Nameless like frantically clambering up past these coins trying to get these pants like to stop making noise and then almost like a a fungal outgrowth or bloom, you see coins start erupting from the pile that has been thrown unceremoniously <laughs> on the ground. We and are you hear so fucked. the cairns around you thrum with sonic energy once again as you hear this low, resounding grumble. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> kind of just come to you. This time closer, this time louder. And it's clearly a fucking dragon coming. We got to either like leave the cave and try to exit quickly or uh, there's no point. It's coming here. <laughs> leave his pants, leave his boots. Let's fucking go. If Gawkin wants to stay here and die, he's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fucking go. Just, we don't have time. I'm just imagining nameless in his underwear, like just, just running <laughs> with gold coming out of everywhere. <sighs> I, I'm cursed. I would just make noise. Save yourself. I've doomed myself already. Take her with you. Maybe, maybe the curse is only localized here if you get far enough away from it. Uh, fuck. <laughs> Take my beast and go. I did this to myself. Once again, I brought shame to me and others. <laughs> no, you... You were tricked. There's something else going on here. It's fucking Gawkhead. He's been... <sighs> It's not your fault. 
Uh, comes back out of the cave and dumps yeah. another pile of gold that he was collecting. Oh my Darkhead, god! Darkhead, <laughs> you're gonna fucking die! There's a dragon coming! What dragon? <laughs> Speaking of, God can make a constitution save. <laughs> oh no. Is that Ted. good? Um, you take... Let's see. I have to roll it. Oh, it rolled high. You take 12 damage as oh. as you say, uh, <laughs> what dragon? As as when you say this is just gold coming out of your mouth, you're like, what dragon? And there's just coins flying out of your mouth everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a drunk person like, talking and vomiting a little bit, except it's just gold coins. <laughs> I seem to have developed a new condition. <laughs> <laughs> but you're already cursed. You can just get more curses, forehead. <laughs> well, we have two options. We either race here or flee. No, what I, what I love about this whole thing as a DM, I just have to fucking say this. <sighs> is <laughs> you're like do something to the half orc so that he calls for help and then you were like ah this is clearly the trap set for the half orc but what if I also <laughs> fell for this trap <laughs> <laughs> it, it was gold though if I, of all the things that the god could have picked it had to be gold <laughs> In my head, I was like, how is he going to get nameless to take this gold without taking it himself? And I was like, nope, he's going to take it too. <laughs> you see um, Blibble, Blibble's racking his brain for anything he can possibly do to help. And then he's like, finally, he says like, nameless, just stay still for a second. And he tries to remember and he's thinking. And he casts out a veil of dusk upon nameless, which... Uh, mm. But here, you can towards a creature, cloaking them in a shadowy veil of darkness and silence. The target gains a plus one bonus to their armor class and makes stealth checks with advantage during the duration of the spell, which is 10 minutes. Oh, perfect. And then he says, yeah. we gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and then he starts to uh, motion to go. All right. Yeah. You see Gawkhead vomiting coins at you. You don't really, you can't really discern the words, what dragon. You just hear like. What and you just see coins come out as he runs back in to grab more gold. He he's lost. We must let's leave him. I agree. No. <laughs> oh no. Uh, Nameless starts running towards the beasts to mount them and start running. Mm -hmm. Google follows. Emotion yeah. as he says, like, come on, Bertha. Bertha like runs after you. And um, nameless, you still have gold coming from everywhere, and she like grows worried for you as you near the beasts. And another three coins kind of come clinking out of your ears, and she like grabs the bridle of your beast as you're about to mount, and she's like, "You'll die." What other choice do we have? Do you know how to break this kind of curse on me? 
it was born of greed. If you disavow your greed, maybe it will stop. Otherwise, it will not. You will die. You will perish. Should I go back to where I took it? I think that's the only way. Blibble, take the beast. Go. I will stay with Nameless and try to... You saved my life. This is the least I can do. Gawket is done. <sighs> the lore... The, the, getting that creature to disavow gold is impossible. But... <laughs> <laughs> Nameless, I think if you've learned your lesson, you <clears throat> might not suffer the fate of choking to death on gold coins. And as she says this, like another coin kind of like comes up. I've seen what the greed for these things do to people. And I don't want anything to do with it anymore. And at those words, it stops. He's saved. I will go back and put it to where I will go back to where I picked it up and throw these coins back to the pile. I'll help you. And she like runs back with you and takes the bridle that she took from, from you nameless and instead thrusts it in your hand, Blibble. And then she like asks you at like over her shoulder as she's like running away. She's like, how do you intend to get through the path? It's blocked. She's asking me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to shatter it and crack the, pe- the beam. I can clear the way. And she's like, sounds good. Things go well. I'll see you on the other side, friend. Fuck! And she's like, <laughs> you see her like bracing nameless as nameless, like still has coins kind of <laughs> coming out of everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, I guess Blibble uh, oh, runs into the cave with her to go back to the source. You grab the pants again and start dragging them up this like into the into the cavern. And as you do, that low grumbling becomes louder and louder and louder. And then Cockhead, <clears throat> what are you doing? Swimming in a pile of gold. <laughs> Have you made any attempt to put the satchel back? Uh Nameless will have to say something. Because right now he's just like, How am I he's gonna get duck over here gold? the swimming pool? Yeah, he's just like he's, he thinks he's like hit the jackpot, and his gold is just going to constantly produce. And if he can figure out a way to get that, then uh, you know he's 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 the billionaire in in D and D world. Right, right now he's just so obsessed. Right? Yeah, uh, I think he yeah, realizes no, that uh, something ain't right yeah. about it. You know? Yeah. No, I think the twelve damage, like the the psychic yeah. damage and physical damage you take from from retching up coins. I think at that point you're like, oh, that doesn't feel good. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 definitely thinking like. Hmm. Which, speaking of which, I should probably uh, uh, cast healing word on myself mm-hmm. uh, as a spell. Yeah, and you do that by clicking it, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see, healing word. Boop. It's a it's a level one. So oh, you rolled a one on the d4, so you heal for five. Oh, okay. No worries. All right, a little bit of health. It's a little bit. Was I at twenty-one? Yeah, so that'd be twenty-six. Okay. <clears throat> but no, he's uh, when, once they come in, like they can, you know, we'll see what they say to to Gawkhead as he's contemplating uh, what is happening. <laughs> you know, like. Mm-hmm. There's obviously some damage being done. He's coughing up some coins, and he's looking at all this stuff. And then he kind of uh, says uh, in his mind to the uh, to the entity, uh, "Can you make this stop?" <laughs> you just hear there, uh, <laughs> Can you uh, can you fix me with this? Um, and, and can you do something to get it, get that gobbo in here? <laughs> You've done your job. He's alone. That's really what I needed. Okay, then. Skin? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, you're, like, thinking this, and you just hear, like, a a sort of laughter and then he says in due time (laughs) (laughs) this is something Blipple is well acquainted with oh that dude loves twisting the (laughs) twisting the dagger a little bit yeah (laughs) oh that just pisses him off now it's like um unless you're moving at half speed now Nakad, you're also moving at half speed now as you have this, like, affliction of greed. Um, You are also unable to take reactions because, like, your pockets are just, like, overflowing with gold. You feel so heavy as you're moving. And then you hear it, the low rumble, closer than ever. And then you see it, a shadow behind you in the mouth of this entrance to the mountain. Long, horned. Then you see a figure of a kobold wielding a horn. And as it (laughs) blows into this horn again, you hear that low rumble mimicking that of a dragon. And then you, yeah. <laughs> and then you hear skittering around you and behind the small kobold as you realize you've been surrounded. Roll for initiative. <laughs> oh my! <clears throat> oh gosh! <laughs> the is this is this Blipple or is it me and uh, Nameless? It's you and Nameless. Yeah. Because it's like they're oh, they're, like, they're drawn by the sound of like clinking coins. It was uh, a trick. <laughs> Did mine roll? You wanted to send the result of this roll to the turn tracker, but no valid token was selected. 
You got to Ah, you have to click on your <clears throat> token and then do it. Yeah. Uh, is this something that I have to drag onto the field? I don't see the same map you do. Oh, you don't? No. I did I change see... out your your tokens with new ones, so um but let me actually Yeah. Oh, see now I got two on there. On no, your screen, there's two. There's two, yeah. there's two on, on that screen, yeah. Actually, on my screen, there's two as well. Uh, that's weird. All I see is nameless. <sighs> Good luck, you guys. Have fun storming the castle and all that. <laughs> Have fun storming the castle and all that. <laughs> Greed. Just... Greed. Let this be a lesson to you viewers out there. <clears throat> that if I win this battle, greed is right. Greed is right if if you win. <laughs> <laughs> That's like uh, so specific. Like, okay. well, I'm greed is right too, then, for the for this. Like, Libel has mounted up and gone a bit of ways to. Oh yes, go clear the yes. path. Yeah, that's what I assumed mm-hmm. I am, would be doing. <clears throat> I am good now. I see it. Okay, right, I am perfect. I'm fantastic. Okay, so this is, we're inside a cave. There's three of us. All right. The coward is run. They're just kobolds. I'm sure you'll be fine. Also, I'm you know, it's not like you guys I need have to any refresh sort of curse too. afflicting you right now that might hinder your battle ability. Uh, <clears throat> I was going to say, I was like, I (laughs) 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 The longer Uh, you're afflicted, or actually I should say, the more con saves you fail, the more conditions can develop and verbal spells can become a problem. But you're also like on this map. Did that work? Oh gosh, the whole thing went black. If it's a void of darkness, perfect. Oh. Aha. Okay, I see. Okay, it's the fog of war. Ah. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, it's the fog of war. Neat. Which I'm always really bad at messing with. And then we've got our player characters who've just that work there we go that time it did all right go ahead and place yourselves this is the entrance that you kind of came in through let me go ahead and it's right here and this is actually where you see the very first creature use this one freaking cobalt's man they're sneaky does that work Hey, at least it's not a dragon. That's true. No, that's very good. They did a convincing dragon noise. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm like afraid to keep dragging and dropping this from my library because I feel like eventually what's going to happen is they're all going to populate at once and then I'm going to have like <laughs> 16 of them. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> Well, if you need extra time, it is almost break time. So Yeah, yeah, I do need extra time. 
<laughs> it's like not working for some reason. And yeah, with that like said, having a, I have the tokens here, but like they're not like dragging and dropping like they normally do. So I'm going to refresh and try to figure that out. But yes, that's perfect. That's perfect, Max. With that, we will be right back from this break. Get some water, stretch, use the facilities, maybe get a snack, do what you need to. When we come back, we're going to get into some juicy combat. See you in a bit. Yeah. <clears throat> Hello and welcome back. Our characters find themselves in a intense battle. <laughs> I'm just, I still so like tickled by how this has played out thus far. Um, two of you are afflicted with what? What do we call? What do we call this? Um, Grief. Yeah, some kind of yeah, yeah, a a horrible, horrible curse that maybe some of you don't find as unpleasant as others. An affliction of greed. Um, you have coins coming everywhere that you can pull them from, and it's starting to weigh you down and slow you down. Um, as this is happening and as Blibble is taking the pack animals to safety you see a kobold kind of like give one long uh, a toot on his horn kind of sending a, a sound much like a dragon's growl not roar more like a rumble through the caves around you and then you hear the skittering of multiple kobolds as they jump into action, eager to rob you, kill you, waylay you, you're not sure. Uh, the one that spots you gets to go first. Bronze. Yes. I believe that we, uh, me and Nameless, both need new abilities. New abilities? Throw coins. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what? Yes, you can throw coins in an attempt to distract them. You'll just have to make like a a distract check, probably like a performance check or persuasion check to see if it if it works. But we can go Final Fantasy. That or you could try to hit them with the coins. That is yeah, awesome. I'll hit them. Hit them with the coins too. <laughs> It'll be a, a, a cattail, right? It's something we can constantly use. Like, I'm throwing the coin at them. <laughs> I, I found also, a, a goblet. <laughs> Throw it. <laughs> I would also argue, though, that um, there's there's Bertha. That um, I feel like Gawkhead would rather do anything other than throw these coins. <laughs> <laughs> You know, just the the situation. Well, he does value his life a little bit more than than the gold. You know, <laughs> if it comes down to it, he will throw the gold. Does he? Mm, <laughs> fair, fair. There's a part of me that's like, uh, I don't, I don't know that he would. I don't know that he would. There's got to be a part of him that's like, no, I want the I want the gold more. All right, save it. We'll save the gold. For emergency. From 
behind you. He's got the movement to do so. A kobold strides up. I think, oh, you're in between spaces. That would be why I can't figure out where it goes. So is Blibble, where is, is Blibble, like the, that's the entrance of the cave there? Yeah, the entrance okay. is where that, this first, this first kobold with the horn is standing. And I then, so. yeah, Blibble's outside Blibble of the cave right there. now. Don't you worry. He's just there, uh. <laughs> I put him there so that way uh, I could do the initiative and in, in, yeah, I yeah. enter combat. Blibble is about, and, and feel free to weigh in on this, Max. In my mind, Blibble's about 30 feet away, far away enough that the kobolds didn't see you going in. Um, mm. You also, uh, I will say, do not have a same target on your back as there's not gold actively spilling out of your clothing. Mm. And yeah, they were well, making a lot more noise. So you're able to kind of. I guess the question is, though, like, would Blibble, this de- determines whether or not Blibble actually continues leaving if he's unaware of what's happening and he still thinks it's a dragon, you know, um, he's going to keep going um, to try to clear the path so they can have a quick escape from said yeah, dragon. If they can, 30 you know. feet, you don't have like, line of sight to the kobold because, but you do hear like the rumble, but you don't see a dragon. And I think part of that might at least jog your curiosity to hear yeah. a dragon so close and yet not. And then see not one? see it or feel yeah. the rumble, you know? Yeah, yeah. But just hear it, that, hear the growling. I think at that, as Blibble's going, he, like, pulls up on the reins for a second to, like, stop to listen after he's heard that last one, because he didn't. And then mm-hmm. uh, we'll, d- we'll like, probably look back to see. Yeah, yeah. Also, he's having don't a bit of a, you know, that. a battle of consciousness, or a conscience. Yeah. Battle. Con- a battle yeah. of consciousness. He's passing out. <laughs> mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so he kind of goes over the shoulder like, what the fuck? I should, you know. Yeah. Um, and I'd seen yeah. that. Um, he'll, he'll stop and then be like, fucking kobolds. <laughs> and then uh, go back to join the battle. Yeah. However long the that first takes, you know. Kobold, I think it'll just take one turn. You're unmounted. So yep. your movement is ridiculous right now. Um, the first kobold. Yes, kitty. Hi. <laughs> it's a kobold. What you doing? What you doing? <laughs> you playing D and D? Um, the first kobold strikes twice with its spear. This is where it's almost just easier to roll physical dice. <laughs> For a nine and a thirteen, do any? I don't think either of those hit. No, your AC seventeen. Um, both times the spear clanks against your chainmail gawked, and um, doesn't find a a uh, purchase anywhere. And then it is Blibble's turn. Uh. <clears throat> okay. Um, are we saying I'm where I'm at in relation to everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could easily get to the entrance of the of the cave, which is like here, with no effort, um, because you're mounted, so it's very easy for you to 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 get there. Um, like I said, you're only about thirty forty feet away. Void space. It looks like I wouldn't even be able to. 
Yeah, that's inside the a wall. The mouth of the cave. <laughs> Is this the cave? This is the mouth of the cave? Yes, that's the mouth of it. Yeah. The mouth of it's okay. like a crack, like going into the mountain, like leading to this right. natural channel. And everything out here from the beginning of this line is exterior, not by the cave. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um the blibble really would be coming from, I guess, this direction. Yes, yes. Okay. Um you have the movement to do so. My only thing would be like, because the entrance to this cavern is so narrow because it's like a, it's kind of like mm. this like crack in the rock. Um, getting in without provoking an op attack from that first kobold is going to be exceed. Like it's going to be just, a, you'd, you'd have to, you'd have to avoid the op attack if that makes sense. Like you'd have to pass by it or into its area, its threat range in order to kind of move past it. Unless you have a way of moving through walls, which in D&D sometimes people do, so it's worth asking. <laughs> yeah. Um. Hmm. I might have a way of doing that. But also, tactically, it doesn't really make sense to be like right next to the enemy and give them advantage to melee and stuff. So, uh, Blue would probably be right here. He's coming from this direction. Um, what is this? Can he make make out what this is? Obviously, it's a cobalt, but yes, yes, you can make out. Dun dun dun! That it is a group oh. of cobalts. Oh shit! Fucking perfect! I love it, and I mean that because they're all clustered, and it seems like a ripe target. Sorry for clicking the button, by the way. Sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> now everyone knows what Toll the Dead does. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So that is... Surely within... Yeah. Blibble will dismount and cast Shatter in this direction. Okay. Perfect. Um, so... Are you casting shatter? What? 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 Are you talking right, about? So my my cat <laughs> is, is casting shatter. I know. <clears throat> I'm just I he just likes attention, so I just try to keep him involved. Yeah. Um. So it's each creature in a ten foot radius. Yeah, they'd all get fucked. Um. So you're setting another point that must make a constitution. Yeah, let me hit shatter real quick. So that way we can see it. Oop. Yeah, so like right in the center of this, so they're all getting hit. That's um, perfect. That's amazing. Yep. Um, oh, let's not so go on my desk, little boy. Constitution saving throw. A creature that takes three. That a creature takes three d eight under damage on a failed save, or half as much on a successful one. All right. Ha boom! They have a they have a minus one to this. And oh. I can Oops. cast it. What level can I cast it at, Max? Right now? I know it's different than what my actual level is. Is it two or three now? Ooh. Well, two is the basic that it comes. Um, I'm cast it at I, max level. So. I was going to say, for you, all your spell slots are the same level, are they not, as a warlock? So, yeah, I would cast it at the highest level you can cast it at. 
Well, I, I mean, the drop-down allows me to cast it at level 9, but that's not accurate. That's not accurate, no. I right. think... Um, let me look here. That's a level 9. That's wild. That's why let me I asked. Look here. I was like, well, if it, if it limited me, it made sense. <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah, level 3. Your highest spell slot is level 3. Level 3 it is. Here we go. Bang. Wow. Oof. 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 That's that's a little rough. Um, so for a total of ten damage, and I think that's and it's a ten foot radius sphere, and you centered it like to where I'm sure you yeah. could get all of them. That'd be silly not to. Um, so we get five rolls. So that's one failure. Another two failure. failures, a success. Yeah. A failure and a failure. So um, we'll just go in order. We'll say, back to this. We'll say, uh, this one fails. This one fails. This one succeeds. This one fails. This one fails. And so all of those take ten damage, or the one success is five damage. Um, you're gonna be very pleased. With what I'm about to say. Fuck yeah. Let's that kills do it. all of them. <laughs> uh! <laughs> but you hear that in Blibble's voice. Uh! <laughs> yeah, yeah. All of them are dispatched. Holy crap. He killed all in one shot. Yeah, they're cold. You dared challenge me. Gawkhead <laughs> <laughs> might see that and have to rethink his entire plan here. Not only that, it's very, very loud. It's this loud fucking thunderous clap. Like, yeah. And they're all dead. It reverberates through these like crystalline, like glassy surfaces around you. And it feels like your teeth kind of chatter in your skull for a moment. And then you see a mass of kobolds not far from where you are. Nameless, you can probably see them. God, it's probably a little harder from where you're standing at. Kind of fall to the ground dead. As Blibble casts the spell, coming in through the entrance um, with ease. It's a hell of an entrance. Yeah, I get to cast again. Uh, you can do one leveled spell and one cantrip on your turn, as long as one requires an action, another requires a bonus action. Well, I mean, there's a cantrip that I think I would probably use. I don't know if you've heard of it before. Uh-huh. Uh, does, it, does it blast? It does blast. Uh, Is it Eldritch Blast? blast. It's <laughs> agonizing your, Eldritch Blast. Uh, Shatter yeah. takes your action, however. So, because uh, it has to be a bonus action. So, like, you could do Eldritch Blast and Hex in the same turn, mm-hmm. but you can't do two spells requiring actions in the same turn. Right. Well, okay. So, the one that's in the sightline where Blibble's currently at, um, I guess. I could hex that once for the for the, the future Eldritch Blasts that can take place. Uh, no, because that's two leveled spells. You're a leveled spell. <laughs> right, it's, a hex. it's a hex. Okay. So then yeah, in this instance, mm-hmm. I suppose Blibble will... Yeah. Uh, he hasn't moved. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, Blibble's going to move over here. That's the... Mm-hmm. Looking. Yeah. Okay. Right. 
gonna go right there and attempt to hide. Perfect. Which I can do because that is a bonus, right? Yes, make a stealth check. Thirteen. Um Okay. So you move away and you attempt to hide. As you move away with your passive perception of nine, you do not see Where the heck did that guy come from? This dude behind you who's going to try to make an op attack as you flee. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. <laughs> Oh no! Can you not? How the fuck did he even <laughs> get there? He was there the whole time. You just okay. didn't see him because you have a passive perception of nine, which is not that great. Um. <laughs> All right. Oh it's no! A little, little, little GM tomfoolery. Little GM tomfoolery. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be. Let's see. Uh, it's. Since it's a nat 20, 10 piercing damage with a spear, a glancing blow as you move past. How dare you hit Blibble? He doesn't get hit. I was going to say, I was like, Blibble took hit. Blibble took damage. Okay. Okay. It's not the first time. It's the second Um, time, actually. Then it is the horn bearer's turn. You... See, he uses his bonus action to toot on his horn yet again. And you hear more skittering in the halls around you as you hear the sound of like sort of dragon-like feet and claws, but in much smaller form. (laughs) Moving. (laughs) Not that sound. (laughs) Moving on all fours around you. And you hear, yeah, get him, yeah. As you that's, that's hear them, these uh, kobolds, like the jazzy scary. nature of it, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. All right, I'm trying to think. Got a lot of little things I can do. Okay, it's going to. Try to hit you with a chromatic bolt. Nameless, since you're directly in front of it. Mm -hmm. It gets to do this twice for an 18 and a 12. Uh, One hit, one miss. One hit, one miss. Um, Because, wait, do you get a bonus from your armor? Um... No, it's just uh, heavy armor is oh, okay. just a flat flat number. <laughs> I was going to say, you should take your pants and your boots off, but... <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, you still have your chest plate on, so you, have some, you still have some protection. I don't All think it would be low you, enough that a 12 yeah. would hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if anything, maybe you're at, like, a 14 instead of a 16. <laughs> Because <laughs> you're no longer wearing pants or boots, but you still got, you know, you still got your breastplate on. You still have some clothing on. Um, the 18 will hit 
um, and it's going to choose a type. I'm going to say it does lightning. Um, so this is 2d6 plus 2. For eight lightning damage, as it casts out these two bolts towards you, one of them you're able to almost like channel into your weapon and like brush aside. The second one jolts your body as you're racked with like these lightning energies. And then from somewhere deeper in the caverns, you hear the sound of multiple kobold feet moving, Blibble. It sounds pretty similar to, uh, you know, the skittering uh, clump that you had heard before. But they're not in quite your range yet. They're further down. What? They're a bit oh, further down direction? in the tunnel. Um, yeah, they're from, it's like from, oops, sorry. It's from this direction, if you can see that. Oh, yeah, you can. Yeah. I, I, At I the very darkness, edge. But, yeah. Right, because you're you're kind of like in a yeah. You have like your your line of sight is blocked by these like, um, the these tunnels that you're in. But you hear them on the other side of a channel that's like off to your right. Mm. They're not here yet. Got it. It's your turn. Um. Okay. So, well, I guess I might try in. Let's see. So three d ten is that like three dice for ten? Uh, yes, that's three ten sided dice. Mm-hmm. Okay, that sounds like that could do some damage here. Um, I'll do inflict wounds on the kobold that's like directly in front of me. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, so I guess I'll just uh, boop. Perfect. So a twenty one definitely hits. Um, go ahead and roll your damage. And what spell are you uh, casting this at? Or what, what level are you if, casting this at? Uh, let's see. I think I could cast it at... I think I'm level... What level am I? I'm level four. four. So I can hit it at level four, right? Um, your spell no. slots are oftentimes a different level than what you are. Let's go ahead and take a look. It's, it's um, a weird, slightly Your highest system. level spell slot is level oh, two. two. Okay. You only yeah. have three of those. Level one, you have four of. Uh, I'll do level so two since he's like right there in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. So they go can for it. get rid of him. All right. Boop. Oof. So that's a total of math 36 damage. Am I crazy? No, 26 damage. Uh, <laughs> I'm <am> crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, <laughs> I definitely had a moment where I was like, that's too much. Yeah. <laughs> as you're, as like this necromantic energy kind of courses through your body and you channel it into this decisive blow against this kobold, you see its veins blacken for a moment. You see its flesh splinter and split. And it looks grievously wounded, but it's still on its feet. Oh, dear. Mm -hmm. Well, you have to do anything uh, bonus action. I think I'll use uh, Toll of the Dead. I can. Uh, that requires an action. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you have any uh, spells that are bonus actions that are cantrips, you could use one, which I don't think. Toll of the Dead is a cantrip. 
Right, but it's casting time as an action. Sorry, it's very confusing. So on your turn, you <laughs> oh, have I see one action. action. Okay. Yeah, you have an action, you have a bonus action, and then you have your movement. Um, now, for spellcasters, it gets even more complicated than that because you can use your action and your bonus action to cast spells so long as one is a cantrip and one is a leveled spell. Um, so, for example, you could do Toll the Dead and I think Healing Word because I believe Healing Word is a bonus action. So you could do those on the same turn, but you couldn't do two actions or two leveled spells. Okay, I will, I, I will use Healing Word on, on myself then. Uh, you can't because it's one two bonus action. spells. Oh, gosh, dang it. <laughs> Ah, yeah. Sorry, right, like my brain is not going to understand. End. You jumped into the deep end by like playing a spellcaster on your first time. <laughs> also, also, I will tell you D&D. this, Mr. Bert Black, you have 26 of 39 HP. I would not be casting healing word on yourself. You're wasting spell slots. You could use those <sighs> to, you know, advantage yeah. to bring up you or others. Well, not you, but others when they're at the brink of death. And spell slots are limited, so when you run out of them, you can't cast spells anymore. Got you, got you, got you. Um, yeah. All right, well, all right. I hurt the hell out of the kobold in front of me, but it's still alive. You did. Uh, you did. So what am I options in? You can. Your options are. <laughs> was, <laughs> I was going to say, if you had an action, you could disengage. Some characters disengage. can use a bonus action to disengage. For example, mm-hmm. Blibble. Blibble can right. disengage on a bonus action. That's you can't. my jam, baby. So as your first time DM, I'm going to be nice and say, I don't recommend using your movement. You do have your movement left. But if you move, you will trigger what is called an attack of opportunity from this right. kobold in yeah. front of you since you are engaged with each other. Um, so, I mean, it is it is a choice you could try. The, your AC is pretty high. It might miss. Um, but on the other hand, it might not. And it might get a free attack on you. So, like, I can't do any more attacks right now on this guy. I can't just, like, kick him. No. 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 You cast uh, throw up coin. It hits the kobold in the face and it goes, <laughs> Well, I guess I'm done then. I was hoping that uh, I'd kill that one kobold in this turn, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. there's nothing else I can do. To, to be clear, it is in fourth edition, you had this thing called It Appears Bloodied, uh, where it's like, oh, yeah, you've. You've, it's like close to death. Um, I still kind of use that in fifth edition because I feel like if you were fighting, like in Monster Hunter, you can tell when you've dealt a good yeah. amount of damage to what you're fighting. I feel like this is common sense. I don't think you should have to roll any perception. Like you can see that the thing you're fighting is greatly weakened. So that you do have that information that this, this creature is barely standing. Like your, your blow almost killed it. Um, gotcha. And now it's just a matter of someone else coming in and kind of finishing the job. Um, and I guess like you would also notice that this is a different, like the armor and the weaponry that this kobold is carrying is different than the minions that Blibble dispatched earlier, which were a lot softer, squishier, smaller, and were kind of dealt with very quickly. Mm-hmm. All right. Stupendously, you might even say. Heroically. Stu- stupendously. Well, they were shattered to pieces. Cockhead's going to look at Nameless and be like, get, luck, get, get this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is then this kobold's turn. Oh. 
Let's see. It actually, yeah, I was going to say. Just out of range, perhaps? Or is it just It is just out of range. It is just out of range. Um, Okay. So, here's what's going to happen. It's going to... start its movement here and then it's going to throw a spear at nameless since he is within a clear shot um which is a plus three but does less damage than when it is wielding it with both hands a d6 instead of a d8 so that's one for a six and a miss and two for a 12 so that's a two miss both of the spears go wide um over like over your head nameless as you or maybe you like duck them that would be even cooler and neither of them find their mark then it is bertha's turn bertha is going Big to Martha, continue let's go. dragging the pants <laughs> up towards where she thinks you've gotten them. Um, oh, wait, but she's moving at half movement because they're so heavy. Bertha, why fight? She can get about here. As far as why, she calls over to you, Blibble. She says, Let's be rid of this. Let's get out of here. This is clearly a trap. And then she'll say, like, hold them off. And you hear, like, and as she says this, Blibble, it actually dawns on you as you hear the skittering from the other side of the caverns. And as you see the kobold in front of you beginning to, like, like summon more reinforcements, that she might be right. Discretion may be the better part of valor in this case. Who's got the horn? Then, this one here. Okay. And then one, two, three, four. Right, you see another kobold round the corner and bring its hands together as it tries to cast Scorching Ray at second level. Um, so it's three rays of fire and I believe it's a plus four to hit so an 18 actually does it have oh no it has line of sight so blibble an 18 a seven and a 12. So I think does only the 18 hits. And if it does yeah. have line of sight, wouldn't that be It does have line of sight, just barely. I'm just trying to yeah. say things that DMs say to me whenever I try to, you know, uh, attack. <laughs> 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 I don't know, because I see that line intersecting with a little bit of the rock there, you know? 
<laughs> you take six fire damage as two of the scorching rays go wide, colliding with that little bit of rock jutting out in front of you. But the last one hits you square in the chest. How much fire damage? Six? Six. Mm-hmm. Nameless, it is your turn. Uh, Nameless will move up into this square and attack the kobold that just attacked um, Gokhead. Perfect. Go ahead and roll to hit. I'll use my bonus action to get myself fighting spirit to get myself advantage. Mm -hmm. Five hit points. And then I will attack for ten. A ten does not hit. Okay. Does hit cockhead? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's uh, it. Oh, do you only have one attack per action? Yeah, it's only level. It's level five. I get two. I'm oh wow! Wait, I just realized you have a plus six, so you rolled a two and a four. <laughs> yeah, not good. That is so unfortunate. That's so unfortunate. <laughs> the dice giveth and they taketh away. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. You see, okay, yeah, this is what happens. As you're like, this one here, finish it, Gokhead. You see Nameless come up and bring up that martial weapon, that great sword once more, and then thrown off by the weight of coins gushing from his armpits. His his pockets are on the are on the ground now, but every other place, and as he coughs up a few gold coins, you see the great sword strike the ground next to the kobold, missing its mark completely. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> it is now this kobold's turn again since we're at the top of the initiative order this one here it's going to strike at you again like sort of em- embroiled in this death battle with you uh, twice more with its spear for a 23 so the second one you are able to deflect deftly, but the first one makes its mark. And that'll be I'm just clicking up at this point. <laughs> Oof. For nine piercing damage as he thrusts it like as as you're like exclaiming and and like disappointed and nameless he like misses the first one and then the second one kind of thrusts up in a soft spot where like your armor your armor joints meet in your shoulder and kind of connects right there hitting for nine damage gawkhead Blibble, you see this. You see Gaka take the spear thrust. You see Nameless's like attack go wide, and it is your turn. That was nine, right? Minus nine. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Blibble, seeing that this guy uh, has the horn. Uh, this uh, this, this one guy. here. This one here. The one, the one with the, the wings. Mm-hmm. Blibble, seeing that this guy. Has the horn. Um, what is up in this direction? Is this more cave up here? What what is in this direction? That's the direction of where the gold came from. 
Okay, so there's more cave up there. Yes. Got it. Um. Okay, Blibble is going to move slightly right here, and he is going to cast Hex as well as Eldritch Blast on the Horn Bearer. Perfect. Haboom! Uh, uh, <clears throat> um, a thirteen. The you see. Like your eldritch blast streak towards the kobold, and then you see like some scintillating energy as the sorcerer deflects it, and it does not hit its mark. Well, he's gonna try again. Mm-hmm. Ha! Seventeen. Take that, you sorcerer. Seventeen bitch. does hit. Go ahead and roll yeah, damage. Okay, now I gotta remember this. Okay, so, so boom. Oh, fuck off with the three. <laughs> then there's the other stuff that happens. <laughs> um, yeah, your hex It's damage. agonizing blast. Um, mm-hmm. What is it? It's a roll D6. So your agonizing blast gives you, adds your charisma modifier to modifier. your Eldritch Blast okay. damage. And then your hex... Yeah, so four on top uh, yeah, of that, yeah. and then the hex will high. add one d six if I remember correctly. Yes, that sounds right. I think it adds one d six necrotic damage. Yes, you're at seven. Okay, that, plus five, so twelve. And I'm still not done. Okay, yeah. fury of the small. <laughs> I've never seen you use this yet. I'm sorry. I have used it oh, once gosh. before. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be that person. What? Fury of the small only works when you're attacking someone larger than you. A kobold so is the same size as you. Are you sure this is like a little bit bigger than me? Even no. like by an inch or so? No! <laughs> what about the wings? The wings make you, it appear bigger. You, I don't have wings. You feel yourself, you feel yourself get mad at like this creature and then realize like you're about the same size. Well then it doesn't count and I don't I can use it still before rest. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You get mad and then you like stop being mad and you're like, he's just a little guy like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. It is then that kobold's turn. So it's 12 damage that we did. Some of it being necrotic. Yes, yes. Um, seeing that you're like attacking it and hearing it's going to use its bonus action to toot on the horn once again. And you hear Bitch. more skittering from the tunnels behind you. changes every time <laughs> and then it's going to attack yeah seeing the spear like plunge into gawket it's going to attack gawket because these do have pack tactics so it has advantage on an attack roll wait now that does yeah it has advantage on an attack roll of a, at least one of the kobold's allies is within five feet of the creature, and the ally isn't capacitated. 
So it's going to strike with its chromatic bolt again. <sighs> you happy, Godkid? This is what happens. I'm being picked on. For 21 <laughs> and then 22. Oh so both God. hit. <laughs> and then it's going to strike out with that same like lightning damage from before. Which I believe is 2d6 plus 2. For a total of 17 lightning damage that comes streaking out towards you, Gokhead. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Knocking you perfectly to zero hit points. Okay, what happens now? <laughs> yeah, you are currently knocked unconscious. You're not dead, but you are incapacitated for the time being. Yeah, let's see if this works the way I want it to. Mm-hmm. Man, it, and just to, just to let you know, Nameless... Uh, being hit by lightning with ne- dead flesh. That's a smell, buddy. Ooh. <laughs> Didn't that's even think about right that. That's a smell right there. Yeah. Didn't So when you enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to do the math on what where they would get to in this span of time. Is here. I only have 20 feet. Yeah, you hear more skittering getting closer now, Blibble, but you don't see any kobolds yet. But you hear the sound of multiple hands and feet clamoring against the glossy, smooth, glass like stones <clears throat> coming from the tunnels ahead of you. Where is. Which direction, because it's a little confusing with the map right now, is like Mm -hmm. leaving? Leaving is. It looks like this direction. Okay. So the map just. Deeper in is this direction and this direction. There's There's two ways in. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Okay. I, I we're a little like zoomed in on the map now. I think if we zoom out just like a little bit, you might be able to like make better sense of it. Seems like just like walls. I know a lot of times it is you walls. Use the map. Use the maps. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, you're like there. There's one entrance, one exit, and you came in through it. You snuck in or kind of slinked in through this corner here, this passage here where the horn blower was, and. Uh. There's there's one entrance on this side. There might be another exit, but you can't see it from where you're at. Instead, okay. around you, you see these claustrophobic, glassy walls that have almost been like smoothed by some great energy that has like struck this mountain. You can see reflections of yourself in the smooth black stone. Um, Gawkin and Nameless are a little more familiar with this space since they explored it earlier. Um, yeah, Nameless and Gawkin would know that if you come back 
if you if you come back this way or in this direction, that's the direction of the horde as it was originally. You know, there's a way back there. Um, you didn't discover far enough to find an exit, but yeah. Okay. Um, with her turn, I think, yeah, I think she, <laughs> Bertha's is going to continue trying to carry the pants back to their point of origin, kind of discovering more of the cave as she does so. She sees a faint glint in the distance and says gently or, or calls back, I should say. There, it's up ahead. And then it is your turn, Gawkhead. Death saving throw, sir. <laughs> yes. Is that what I do? What? Oh, sorry, I just, just remember. Yes, out. yes, you have to make a death save. Um, if yeah. you look at the middle of your sheet underneath your hit points, I believe there should be a place where you can click. And it will, oh, it will it roll it for safe. you. Yeah. Oop. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> what is it? This is crazy. That's good. That's <laughs> crazy. A nat 20 a on a death save means you pop up with one hit point. Yeah. Yeah. Is, you need to understand this is exceedingly rare. This does not happen very frequently, which is why I'm like, my, what the fuck? It's like, I, I, Dan Cock, it's like, wow, I have necrotic power. Usually succeeding on these just means you don't die. And it is truly only on a crit that you like, that you, you can stand back up. But yes, you are brought back to the land of the living. The cold hand of death is like on you and you're like, Aah! and you pop up with <laughs> one hit point, coughing out one gold coin as you do so. <laughs> <laughs> so can I attack? <laughs> uh, I believe you do death saves at the, at like technically at the end of your turn. Let me look this up actually. I d with a nat 20, I feel like you should be able to, but... I have dealt with so few of these that it it I ha I haven't dealt with it before. Um, <laughs> okay. He's called Gawkhead the Undead. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Let me see here. I so I do know for you do pop up with one HP. I think it's a matter of like, do do you make death saves at the beginning or end of your turn? Um, let's see here. Okay. When you start your turn with zero hit points, you make a special saving throw. Um, sorry, maybe if someone, <laughs> I believe that's his action. I was going to say, I think it's like, I think it's like the only action you can take. Historically in yeah. my head, I think it's literally, if you pop up like that, that's your action. You popped up. You're back yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I believe so. Be a little well. weird if you could pop up, even with an at twenty, pop up and just be like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless there's, unless you're, I've done that before, but I think it was because I had the ability as like a half orc barbarian that allowed me to strike, uh, something like ah, uh, like relentless endurance. Yeah, I think it was something like that. Yeah, I know but that. I like, if you make, dead. if you do a normal, like, I know if you do a normal success, you're stabilized and like all of that. I was like, I don't know if on a nat twenty you can take an action. I think it is just like you pop up and you have one hit point. Um, but yeah, I I do think like you're not able to take an action this turn, unfortunately. Fine. Then I like <laughs> now back and 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 ready to go. Looks at nameless and says, "Now don't miss." <laughs> oh my gosh um it is this one's turn i think can it actually it can it can finally reach blibble it's going to move up to blibble and make two strikes with its spear for a six and a 22 hits once the 22 hits for okay not horrible three piercing damage as it's trying and you notice actually now blibble as it like tries to skewer you it's almost trying to hold you in place for one of the sorcerers to deal this grievous blow, seeing that like seeing Gawkid get racked by the lightning energy, you notice this like little blue kobold is like trying to like pin you down and almost like a conducting rod to help out its sorcerer friend. Who is up mm. next? He's going to move uh, here to is give another himself sorcerer. Like, Perfect line of sight. Mm -hmm, there's two of them. The ones with wings are sorcerers. The ones with the big swords are um, the beefier kobolds. And then the little clumps of the tiny ones are the are the ones that you were able to dispatch guy, with one shatter. Does this guy have a... Only he has the horn? Only one has the horn. Good. Yes. It's only this one that has the horn. God. Uh, let's see. This one is going to let's see. Mm -mm -mm. I think he's going to try to hit with chromatic bolt. He has advantage because of pack tactics. So uh, there's a 23, and then he gets two of these. There's one more. And a 20. It's not looking great. I don't like this. Um, hitting you for, this will be a total of 4d6 plus 4. Fucking, ooh, me? Yes. Son of a bitch. 21 lightning damage. Jesus. Racks you. Yeah, you feel the lightning course through your body. The spear being wielded by one of the kobolds, almost acting like a conducting rod as the other one strikes out at you. Aimless, it is your five. turn. Hmm. Might be time I to think, leave. uh... 
<laughs> Nameless sees that the one with the horn is probably the leader and is mm-hmm. going to make a beeline and take the attack opportunity from the little kobold to run towards it. Um, you're standing diagonal, so I don't usually do op attacks for those. Okay. <laughs> you look very <laughs> upset, Burke. Because <laughs> 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 yeah, from my perspective, just watching things run away, like Because ah! <laughs> 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 Nameless isn't smart, but he's smart in battle. He tell he knows that cobbles yeah. are stupid. Cowardly, yeah. and if you take yes. out the leader, they probably will scatter. So he thinks this mm-hmm. one's the leader, and he's going to run and bonus action to get um, advantage on all taxes round, and then yes. five hit points. And then I'm going to um, swing twice using my action surge. Ooh, so all right. First one is uh, sixteen. You strike down into the small horn wielding creature. Fourteen slashing. For- 14 damage, slicing it in half and dispatching it. In twain! The head, yeah, the head as it goes for one last blow on the horn rolls off its shoulders unceremoniously and the kobold falls to the floor dead. You hear. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I think, um, I think uh, Nameless will use his. I think to be like now that I'm actually thinking about it, since your movement speed is halved because of all the gold, the second action would have been your your movement. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. you can only move 30 feet. And so that's reduced to 15 because of the okay. the greed affliction. So it would have actually taken your second action to move that far. Um, but you did you did kill the one. Uh, unless you have another way to move. Uh, my. Uh, yeah, orcs have a uh, one called. Um, let's see. Uh, adrenaline rush where I can use my dash action as a bonus action. Oh, so then you do still have your action left. You have one action left. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then um, I think the action will be to smash the horn as an attempt to intimidate all the other uh, goblin cobbles. Okay. Yeah. Roll for intimidation. Thirteen. Thirteen. Um, we're gonna roll wisdom saves mm-hmm. for the three remaining gobos to be or kobolds, I should say, to be honest. They're not the most. So this is for it'll be going from top to bottom for the three saves. So the first one makes it save. <laughs> the second one makes what? it save. <laughs> And the last sorcerer is the one that's like, run, run. And this one is going to begin fleeing from battle. This one down here. That's important. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You did succeed with one of the sorcerers. Which direction is he running to? And where is he running back from whence he came? 
Yes. Probably back towards the where the, you hear the horde skittering behind the other side of this rock Demoralizing the other hordes that are coming. Potentially. Right? <laughs> Potentially. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of my turn. Perfect. Very good turn. <laughs> it is this kobold's turn. <laughs> it's going to... Try to finish this battle with you, Gawkhead. Oh. All right, come on, come on. Both of you down to a shred of your health. Both of you bloodied, necrotic flesh kind of flying everywhere. It strikes at you twice with its spear. <laughs> My rolls are crazy. Jesus Christ, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Stop, Striking he's already you. dead. <laughs> Striking you and bringing you down to like the unconscious state again. <sighs> Nameless, as you go and dispatch of the other foe, you turn around and just see the little cobalt going, die, die, <laughs> to gawk it, tapping him repeatedly <laughs> as he lays on the ground unconscious, die. <laughs> Blibble, you see this. You are currently engaged with one that like used its spear almost like a lightning rod to like completely jolt your body with this overwhelming flood of lightning energy. You see the one that cast the spell getting ready to flee. What do you do? Well, he's fleeing. I'm not feeling so good. I got five HP. Uh... I'm thinking, so over here, because it's not, um, we can't see much, but this would be like one of the, this is the way out, right, to leave. I'm sorry, could right. you ping that again? Over here, behind yes. uh, Nameless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How far that way can I go while still retaining vision on, I guess, at the very least, this guy? So it, it, the map ends, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. How far can you go with while still because of this dude's positioning? You can see yeah. him from the entrance too. Like mm-hmm. the only way yeah, you would leave thunder his tone of away vision. From this, if that's not going to invoke an attack of opportunity, because it's a teleport. Yeah, I don't believe thunderstep does. Yeah, and its range is ninety feet. So the idea would be to thunderstep away uh, as far as possible while retaining at least some vision on this you know, whole scenario. At the very least, like, Gawkhead, I guess. Up here. Because this guy's going to be toast with the Thunderstep. I mean, let's be honest. Um... Most sorry, likely. I'm trying to... Oh! Thunder... What? Got you, got you. Um, That's what I'm yeah, to do. so... away, so kill, you... kill this dude, and get to a place of, um, kind of fleeing, but still able to survey. Okay, yeah. From my understanding, you don't um, uh, provoke op attacks when you're moved against your will or when you are teleporting. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, you can definitely teleport uh, to that range. Um, now, to be clear though, the damage you do is from the space you jump from. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. okay. Why would I want to do damage to the place I'm going? I wasn't sure if you were trying to kill this one over here. No, 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 no. 
Got you. Got you. Got if you. I did it over there, it would fuck up Gawket, even though he's already fucked up. But that would that would potentially kill him. So I'm not going to do that. Um, Thunderstep right now. Yeah. Okay. Get out perfect. of uh, dodge without invoking attack of opportunity. Get behind nameless somewhere with like probably the furthest I could be. And that's why I 100%. asked about the map range. And then yeah, yeah, hopefully yeah. this guy's toast. No, you can you can you could be all the way over here if you wanted, like all the way at the mouth of the cavern and still have I line of sight yep. on that so one. Thunderstep that way, boom, and then we cast Thunderstep. Hold on. Perfect. And then this one's gonna make a um what is it, a con save? It is Constitution saving throw or take three D ten thunder damage. So it is a. <laughs> I don't. I, I roll twice. I broke it today. It's an I eighteen plus two for the audio listeners. Let me also tell you some of the other rolls that 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 they've done. Uh, it's a fourteen plus four. So for you, know, you got an eighteen. You got a twenty, a dirty twenty there. Uh, one eleven, and then a nineteen, and then a fucking nat twenty, and then a seventeen. What's wrong with you? I don't know. I'm getting luck. I, it's, it, I, I have no clue. The dice fall the way the dice fall, you know? So, so um, half as much. It's still going to take half damage. It's still going to take half damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do not despair, young Blibble. It still will take half damage. Ha! Woo! Ooh. Ooh. 13 26 damage. for a total of 13. You deal a hearty blow to this creature as you thunder step to safety, but it is still standing strong on its feet. It kind of like bears its teeth at you and thrusts its spear menacingly in your direction. What would you like to do with your um, bonus action? Well, first you still of all, have like your bonus describe- action and your movement. The thunder step looks very cool, very DBZ. Yeah. Bl- the the cobalt's like menacingly looking at him like, ah, I'm going to kill you. And then Blibble like goes from like kind of, <laughs> what am I going to do? To like thinks for a second and then squints his eyes and the cobalt thinks it's looking at, at the cobalt, but it's right past the cobalt and focusing on where mm-hmm. he's going to thunder step to. And he raises his two fingers up kind of like uh, to his temple and then, you know, pulls it down as he goes <laughs> and just goes teleports right past him. And leaving behind this crackling thunder blast that goes, it's very cool. It reverberates throughout (laughs) the entire cavern. All right. Uh, So I've done that. Um, I guess the bonus action would just be hide. The only thing that makes sense. Okay, go ahead and roll yourself. Heroically hiding. Heroically hiding. Listen, it's valid. I, would, I don't think I have anything that can stabilize I mean, without touching. It would be a bonus action. Oh, you mean like healing? Yeah, I have cure wounds, but that's touching. That's from Celestial, if I remember correctly. I don't think it reflects on my sheet because I don't think we added it. We're like, we'll do that later. Probably a oh, spell yeah, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. yeah, that'll be it, I guess, for now. It's not completely dire. He hasn't okay. rolled any death save, so I will roll my stealth check. Give me a moment. Clicking back mm-hmm. into the sheet. And stealth check. 17. So stealthy. 17. 
Um, that goblin is dead. And then you see what you heard only moments ago. Let me see if I can. Oh, oh, oh. This, this. Understep's fucking cool. I like it. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Bertha's going to get redeaded. One, two, three. And then from the south, from the first horn blow, one, two. I didn't roll that well on the on the dice for the goblin hordes, but you know, or the kobold hordes. Sorry. I keep calling them goblins. It's not very nice. And then I actually believe it is Bertha's turn since she was 14. I forget if I had her go before or after. Um, is there a way to, for you to adjust the map on the screen so they could see what we're seeing? Oh, that is for Barry. <laughs> Harry, can we move the map over so that the... Bronze casts Roll20 Administrator. Uh, Administrator. Yeah, I can control what I see, but I actually can't control what happens on the screen. Can you move the Um, dice? Oh, there you go. Or at least if you can move the map to the side and then the the dice... Yeah, the initiative track is covering it. Yeah, yeah. It's the initiative track that's like covering everything, I think. I don't know if it's um, Barry or JP. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, uh, J- JP Barry. Th- oh. Thank you. Um. <clears throat> yeah, I think. I think she's just gonna go in. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She dives in. Pelts the kobolds with the bag of gold. The boots are. Sorry, I just um, closed my combat tracker. Okay, no, no, no. I can reopen it. <sighs> that was frightening. That was the scariest thing that's ever happened to me in my in my whole life. Um, <laughs> like, oh god, this is gonna be bad. All right, uh, she's gonna roll twice, uh, plus seven to hit. Which kobold died? Is it, is it the one that was stabbing me, or is it the one that's uh, over by? He the one away from. that was over by Nameless, yeah. Um, that's a hit. <laughs> that's another hit. Uh, it's a nat twenty. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, just keep it a buck with y'all. Her um, minimum damage kills these things because these are minions and they actually yeah, do they not the crappy dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you see her like kind of spin her hand axes, um, dispatching this one easily, taking care of the second one. And because it's a nat 20, we'll say on the backswing, she gets the one back here too. Um, yeah. Continuing her movement up and then she sees it. The, whoops, the massive horde from which you were able to 
Why is it not revealing it? There we go. From which you like took this gold to begin with. Um, Just to be clear, name, nameless and gawked, not, not Blibble. Blibble did not take this. Yes, yes. Not. Just got to make sure that distinction is made. Was <clears throat> the record. 15. But she's moving at half speed. She, she probably makes it about here. She's close. And you hear her call back to you, nameless, and she says, let us be done with this as she like begins to like grab your pants and throw them onto the pile at least attempting to do so um i can't make another death save oh, uh, oh my no, god no shot <laughs> no hey no guys what's going on what's going on what's What's happening? What's happening? Natural. Wow. <laughs> you said my rolls are cracked. Burke's rolls are cracked. Necrotic. I don't understand. Once I don't again, know. you pop up with one hit point. God, the undead. I don't understand it. You pop up like. I think since it's the second time he's done it, he should be able to attack. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yes. Fuck I think it. a little little leniency there. Yeah. No, no, no. I agree. I 100% agree. At this point, you get to attack because the gobold you're actively engaged with, like I said, you're on the floor and he's like stabbing you, cannot process what has happened. As you get up yet again, you see him quiver. I will allow you to attack on this turn. I've never seen anything like this. I'm on the ground, yeah, I'm on the ground like, uh, so I'm gonna take money foot. still spilling out of your pockets. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a fucking anime. He's it's still spilling out, but it spills out so fast that it raises him up. <laughs> this reminds me of like Hulkamania. Like you're like. Like you just you can't keep you just like yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. All right. Uh so um a choke slamming. Okay, we ready for that now. <laughs> um <laughs> I, I guess all the dead Yes, it is missing some of its hit points, so it will do the the full damage. Take him out, brother. <laughs> I got him, brother. Don't you worry. All right, there it is. And then I, uh, I forget how you do this. How do you? How do I roll the damage? Um, oh wait. So first, it's gonna make a con save. Yeah. For an 11, which is a fail since your DC is 14. And okay. then because you are, oh, wait, no, you're only level four. So it's going to do, um, or no, it's a wisdom save. What am I doing? Either way, it failed that too, actually. Um, so you just roll 1d12. There's I could have swore there was a way on your character sheet to just click on it instead of having to type it. Let me see if that's still there. 
Oh, it's not in there. That's so Kind of like my thunderstep. There was no, nothing I could like click to make yeah, it Yeah, usually thing. like it under your attacks and spellcasting, it. it's in there. I can add it yeah. real quick, maybe. Name. Hold the dead. Damage. Just do a D&D thing one time with just wrestler stuff. That'd be fun. Type. <laughs> Necrotic. Okay. Try click <laughs> if you look on your attacks and spell casting now, there should be a toll the dead all the way at the bottom. Try clicking just the far right D twelve part of it on your main character sheet. Oh wait, on the core? Yeah, on the core character think, sheet. Did you add if it you as look, a regular like attack under where like, Yeah, I added it as a regular is. attack. In that center block of like attacks and spell casting, if you look all the way at the bottom, if you click one D12 necrotic, like that that sort of damage thing on the far right, it should just roll it for you to make it easy. Yeah, that's your middle column underneath where you were doing death saves and stuff and where you hit die are. All of your oh, attacks and the equipment there. Yeah, should be all yeah. the way at the bottom and then to the right. There you go. Perfect. Oh, cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. The sound of funeral bells fills the air as your toll the dead, like kind of your spell goes off. Necrotic energies exude from you, and you deal six damage to this remaining kobold. As the necrotic energies flood him once again, you see him weakened, but still just barely standing <gasps> on his feet, almost falling to his knees in awe of like this creature of death and undeath that stands before him. <laughs> okay, so. I'm still a little little confused about some of this stuff, so forgive me. So can mm -hmm. I cast it again? No, no. You can only cast okay. it one time on your turn. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, what are my you options? You could use your bonus action to use Healing Word, if you so wished, on yourself or Blibble. Um, since you are at one whopping hp but tactically that also might not be advantageous there are multiple schools of thought on this that we could get into some people like to wait until you're actually knocked down to heal uh it's a valid strat it, you know topping it's off circumstantial is not, yeah yeah he's but, at one but, hp it could behoove him it could behoove you yeah but yeah. i will leave that strategizing to your party and in it could, it could be because you you're told the dead is an action and it's a cantrip, but <clears throat> you do have a leveled spell that is a bonus action that you could use on this turn if you wished. Okay, yeah, I'll do healing word. So I actually get yeah, I'm definitely on myself. Yeah, yep. sorry, oh, sorry, buddy. No, 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 it makes sense. <laughs> but both I'm, I'm kind of messed up a little bit. It makes sense both mechanically and what your character would do. Why the fuck would you care yeah. about what I'm doing? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll do the level two version of that spell. Okay. I'm going to submit. Oop. So you heal Four. seven hit points, bringing you up to eight. Look at that. Look at you. Why wouldn't that crit? Right. So after, you know, where Gawkin wakes up, he's, ah, you know, mm -hmm. does the, the tolls and then he starts mending his flesh in front of this kobold. Mm -hmm. And everyone it is, is amazed. Then, 
this one's turn. That one dead, no? I, that's, that's why they call me the undead, huh? Did that one not get toasted when I thunderstepped? It lived through it? Um, it lived through it. Let me double check. It took 13 damage. It did live through it. These are a little beefier. The two... Um, yeah, yeah, I was just checking. Air wielders are, are a little beefier. General, but. Yeah. Um, it actually can't reach either one of you. So right, it's going to move here and then throw two spears at Nameless. All right, he's, he's got the health for it. For and an 11 and an 18, only the second one meets its mark. What's your AC, Dan? Uh, 14 right now. Okay. Because I'm pantsless. <laughs> what is it normally? <laughs> 16. Uh. Oh, a glancing blow. As the spear goes wide, it like barely grazes your shoulder and scratches you just a little bit as it continues flying by. <laughs> this Frozen. sorcerer is going to duck into the shadows and try to run away, still intimidated by the cracking of the horn. And then it is... He broke the horn! He broke the horn! horn! Yeah. (laughs) Run! The horn weaver is broken! (laughs) Nameless is going to run up here and attack um, this creature and hopefully finish it off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, roll to hit. Um... Crit. Oh, or, a oh, crit. Or 23 damage. 23 it's, damage. Yes. Has easy. It's double what you needed. <laughs> so, so it kneeled down and he just walked up and cut its damn head off. Yes, yes. It falls to its knees, like unsure of like how to deal with this entity of death and nameless, just effortlessly cleaves it into right between the horns splitting it down the middle unceremoniously. Oh my gosh, thank did you, did you see the shit that I just had to deal with? Thank you! Sorry, you seem fine, though. <laughs> <laughs> Got, like, holes and shit in my dead flesh. There's, like, where spears have been poking at me all this whole time. I'm just kind of standing here with, like, pieces of my meat hanging off me. <laughs> Jeez. Pieces of your meat hanging off you. For a normal person, <laughs> it would look a lot more fucked up. For you, you just kind of look like you changed your your style a little bit. Really, you know what I mean? Well, hanging, <laughs> you like somebody hang out beef jerky, yeah. <laughs> um, and I still got that smell, buddy. By the way, nameless. That smell is really strong right ooh. now because it's, you know the lightning fried up the dead meat. <sighs> yeah, it's got awesome right through the oils that he has. You. <laughs> The oils, oh, right oh, off. that's so good. That's uh, so good. That's so good. Oh yeah, pride. Um, yeah. It blibble. It is your turn. You see, the one that is mostly responsible for your demise, not far from you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's the one that's like probably the closest and most in range. Okay. Um, Blibble calls out. We gotta get the hell out of here. I'm gonna kill this motherfucker. You're dead. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, he uh casts Eldritch Blast. 
Alan Shabazz, roll the hit. I would hex it, but I don't think it's worth it. Right now. I think he's kind of fucked up. Um, you just need to beat a 15. Ha-poom! 24! 24 hit. Yeah. <laughs> or three. All right. Great. Well. Uh, plus your charisma. It's agonizing. So plus seven. four. Yeah. Yeah. And then. No um, There's no hex this time. Uh, you can Question, actually move why not? your hex. You I was going to say. You something dies. Yeah. Yeah. You can move your hex action. when something dies. Oh, you can move the hex? Oh, well, then if you can yeah. move the hex. Yeah. I was saying to, to like to do it again. I was. I'm sorry. My, my no, 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 yes, no. Once it's up. Then I would have hexed it. Until... I would have changed it. Yeah. Yeah. I Change guess we should have technically rolled for concentration. But I forgot. So I'm going to give it to you. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'll take the free damage. That's I'm okay it, that's, with it. Yeah. <laughs> that's the I was trying to be a good boy. Well, I mean, you know, I, I forgot. So there's no reason to roll it back and do it again. Like, the I only just reason I wasn't going to do hex is if I had to cast a new one. No, 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 no. It's a, it's a concentration spell. Once so it's if up, it just up. rolls over, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Then, mm-hmm. yep. So it's three plus the four and then roll 1d6. That's not the last thing I did. Roll 1d6. Bang! Or another two. So nine. It's still standing. And here comes another one. Ooh, a 23. Again. A 23 is a hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Four (laughs) plus another four is eight. I don't think he rolled above four on that. So it's eight. Uh And then your hex. Four. Okay, for a total of 12. Yeah, this creature is barely holding on to life, but it is still standing. Your Eldritch Blasts like strike into it. It reels backwards and then stabilizes itself on its spear. I won't you die! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I would normally hide, but the bonus action would have been mm-hmm. to move Hex over here, correct? Yes. Then I um, the Sorcerer I is still but, fleeing. Yeah. The Horde is going to move forward. And I think that's as far as they can get. So they move here. You see them clattering, coming to reinforce their companion who's trying to like. Um, Very bold of them. Stop your, stop your advance. And then with one strong motion, Bertha throws your pants nameless onto the horde. And as she does. You feel this weight on you lift. You no longer feel like you're lugging around three times your body weight. You're no longer feeling coins like kind of come erupting out through your mouth. Coins stop coming out of your ears. And all at once as though a a great burden has been lifted from you. You are free of the curse. Ah. I, I take a glance at Gaka. Does he still look like he's very cursed? Yes! <laughs> but regardless of this, Bertha's going to re- mo- use her remaining movement to just like come running back and say, let's get out of here! <laughs> I agree, let's go! And then, let's see. She can... Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll like use her action to dash 
and move all the way towards you, Blibble. Did she pick me up? Yeah, if you allow her to, yeah, easily. Absolutely. Yeah, she's like, wait, 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 where you going? Throws the pants and she's like running and she like scoops you up as she's like running out. Perfect. (laughs) Gawkhead, no, 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 wait, wait. What the frick? Are you really just leaving me here? (laughs) <laughs> it's over like, Jade come on I, I mean uh, I, I have to go all the way to the treasure to like put my, ch- my shit in there <laughs> and then find a way back out like uh, uh, you put piles uh, of it at the entrance <laughs> you did put piles you of did. it at the entrance but <laughs> you would, oh, the man. source of your gold was your satchel which is still sitting like on the ground the seems yeah, bulging. It, yeah, yeah. I, it, he he couldn't move it because it was it was so heavy. So it was it's like, so heavy. It's like, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still near that pile. Yeah, that's the original source of his gold. Uh, <clears throat> shit. I mean, obviously he saw what they just did with the pants. Um, yeah. And then you know, and he sees that nameless is all fixed up and thinking, ah, I got that horn in that satchel though. That horn from that uh, that that thing in the woods, you know that other goblin. I want to get that back. <laughs> See, this is exactly why Bubble was allowing himself to get picked up like a football to get the fuck out of here. He thought about staying there, guard as guard. Fuck that, um, not for your stupid greed. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, let's see. Um, I, I guess uh, Gawkhead will. Uh, okay, he's gonna look at Nameless and be like, "Okay, just, just, just give me a minute. I gotta go deal with my bag, and then I'll come right back here." <laughs> so, I can only move half a turn, right, or half speed? Half your speed. Yeah. So what the hell? The hell does that uh, translate? You here? have you have thirty feet of movement. Uh huh. Using your regular movement, you can you can move like fifteen. <laughs> so you what, can go. Like, you like, can go right like here? there. Um, I don't usually allow diagonal movement. Uh, oh, okay. But well, actually, actually, no, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, okay. you can move You'll there. Allow diagonal movement. Well, it's one of those things. Like I don't also count op attacks if you're diagonal to the to the boss. Okay, so. I'm weird though. I'm very wargamey about it. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but that's see. usually also why my minions move in right angles mm. instead of in straight lines. Like I'm weird about it. Mm. You see where that crest is right there? The little hump by the gold? That's where his bag is. It's just my, uh, what is it? Like your perfectionism or my yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Neurodivergence showing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's perfect because you said you moved like a few feet away, left the bag, and then continued walking, and then like we're putting piles near the entrance. Um, you can double move yeah. if you don't take an action. That's true. Oh, since you, okay. if you choose not to like use any spells this turn, you should attack, be double you moving. Can... <laughs> I'm just gonna go ahead and say you should be double moving. <laughs> okay, I double moved. Perfect. You're very close. You're very close. You are like, as you are trudging through the caverns, all of you see Gawket almost moving as though he's moving through an ocean. There are coins spilling from his pant legs. He's 
kind of trudging through these waves of coins, occasionally burping and coughing up a coin or two extra, making his way slowly but surely deeper into the cavern towards the original horde. It is now this dude's turn. I think he's going to go for the nearest target. Yeah, here. And he's going to strike twice at Nameless because he can't make it to you. Incoming GM crits. Here we go. No. (laughs) For a 17 and a 16. They both hit. Two hits. Um, not too bad. Oh, also, for not a nine, six and a three for a total of nine piercing damage as it stabs at you wildly, blood streaming from its mouth and its eyes as it's been like sort of bombarded by Blibble's eldritch blasts. Yeah, sorcerer is still running. Nameless, it's your turn. I will attack back at this thing that just hit me. What must be done? For 16 <laughs> and 10 slashing. Uh, 10 is exactly how many hit points it has. Are you serious? <laughs> like, like, like exactly the right amount. It had 10 of 44 left. It falls oh, to yeah. the ground dead still clutching its spears in like a, a as it, before its hands like finally go, finally go mm-hmm. limp and it falls to the ground unconscious. And then I will move to stand in front of the, my weaker allies. Oh, weaker. Wow. weaker. <laughs> well, well, injured, injured. You all would be dead if I didn't come injured, back. Injured, <laughs> not weaker. It's not a judgment. Wibble, it is your turn. My weaker allies flash back to the teleportation. <laughs> Shatter. <laughs> the shade. Physically weaker, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my turn? Yes. Um, well, currently I'd be in the clutches of Bertha. Yeah. You can um, instruct her on like what to, what to do. <laughs> Take me he was kind of like running with you in like one direction. Yeah, it's very master blaster. Um. Okay, I guess as we're going, um, Bertha's taking me. I'm like, are there any left? Um. Yeah. Oh, this one's dead. Uh. Yeah. Bertha would say to you, um. I spotted a, there's, there's at least one other horde, maybe more. I heard skittering inside the tunnels. Any close? Not close enough. All right, Gakka, it'll be fine. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> the horde is going to move forward. Let's see. It's going to, I'm trying to think if it moves between the source of the gold, because you're no longer spilling gold from your pockets. So let me see here. They have 20 feet of movement. So they would be here and then here. And that's as far as they can move this turn. Um, 
And then it's Bertha's turn. I think Bertha would book it out of here with you, Libel. Mm -hmm. I I think like she would carry the both of you out of the cave to safety. Um, as we're leaving, yeah, Libel would just shout to to Tanayla's like, like be careful, don't die for him. It's not worth it. (laughs) What the frick? We said be you say careful. this to nameless. Yeah, yeah be yeah. careful. Don't die for him. It's not worth it. You can interpret that as as he will. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. if he wants to still protect, you know, he can. But if it comes to the point of like potential death, for him to assess, you know. As you exit the cave, Blibble, we exit initiative order, and. Sitting atop a massive mound of gold that has been spilling over like anthills on the approach to the mountain, you see a figure wreathed in smoke and malice that is very familiar to you. I fucking knew it. As you look behind you, the approach to the mountain is now blocked with a wall of fire erupting from the ground upwards. Bertha puts you on the ground and then puts a hand very protectively in front of you as she like interposes herself between you and this entity of fire and malcontent, I should say. His eyes glimmer as he says, I've got you now, you little worm. And that'll be where we call a close to this episode. Oh, gosh. Jeez. <laughs> good, 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 good. Do you see what your greed has brought down on us? <laughs> Do you not see the error of your heart in its greedy nature? <laughs> Look, just just because this one was bad doesn't mean the future ones will be okay. You gotta take shots, all right? What future ones? (laughs) (laughs) This will work itself out. Everything will be fine. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Last Call for Adventure. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. This crew is. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love this shit. I love drama. That was fun. I was so worried for y'all this time. This is the time where I was like, are they going to die? Is this going to happen? Because my roles were so good and your roles were so bad. And sometimes that's what happens in D&D. Like, that's just... But Burke (sighs) made up for it with those... The undead. That's right. The undead kicked in, you know. Now you know why his name stake is that. <clears throat> also the unwillingness to give up the gold it's like it's it's so different because i loved how dan was like yeah no i'm i'm never gonna love gold again i've learned my lesson and Gawkins just like nope i'm still yeah. carrying out piles of it <laughs> are you to give up <laughs> <laughs> this, so pile's mine. this is my pile <laughs> a couple hurdles 
<laughs> Let's do some shout outs. What are you up to this week, Burke? Where can people find you? I uh, find me as usual the Burke Black Twitch channel. Yeah, the uh, I think uh, me and Gassy and the whole crew are gonna be playing some of those Chaos Dwarves, you know, on the Total War. Ooh! So yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty freaking cool so far. They're awesome. I love them. Thank you. That I, I, I love uh, Warhammer, so I'm always excited for that. You don't um, say. <laughs> I do happen to dabble here and there in the, in the Warhammer and the 40K and such. Yes. I do love some Warhammer. I do love some yeah. Warhammer. I enjoy it very, 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 very much. <laughs> like it so much. Um, I guess that tells us what you're doing, Max, but you can repeat what Burke said. <laughs> Take it away. I am playing Warhammer tonight with Burke. Uh, <laughs> I will. I will not be controlling the Chaos Dwarves as their new factions, mm. and I am not super proficient at the game. I know enough, but yesterday we had like a little practice mm -hmm. session to get reacquainted with the game. I was actually really enjoying the um, the High Elves. Uh, I think it's Kalidor. That's how I was playing. Yeah. Ah. Emmer. Emmer. So I'll probably uh, do more of that. Um, nice for tonight's session, but we have. Me, Burke, Krim, like the the whole late shift guys, and then I think a couple other friends joining us. So, mm -hmm. showing off some of them chaos dwarves should be fun. Um, yeah, good episode. Uh, <laughs> just chaos, uh, <laughs> absolute chaos. <laughs> Dan, take it away. What are you playing this week? Where are you up to? Where can people find you? I am uh, Dan's Gaming on Twitch, uh, variety streamer. Um, currently this week playing through um, a remake of a Sherlock Holmes game called Sherlock Holmes: The Awakened. It has some like Cthulhu mm -hmm. themes if you like Lovecrafty and stuff. It's been pretty fun so far. Um, thanks for having the show. I had a lot of fun, and I love this group. Fantastic. And like really Bronze, I was curious. What are you doing? What, where else <gasps> are you on the internet? Thanks for the throw. Thanks for Always. the throw, Max. Um, I'm that bronze girl. Uh, this week, I'm going to try to finish, since we're talking about Warhammer, I'm going to try to finish my one of my armies. Um, I'm thinking maybe either my Elicidian Star Striders or maybe I start on my Cadians. Um, mm -hmm. I, like, uh, I like 40K a lot. Yes. And... Um, I'm very excited to. I, I've, re, I've told myself I'm not going to buy any more kill teams until I finish painting some of the ones I have. And so, um, and I really want the the dwarves, the Votan that they have in 40K because they just brought dwarves back recently. So that's my, that's my goal this week. But you can catch me on Twitch. I'm playing Dredge right now. And at some point, I really want to play RE4 Remake, but uh, Dredge has got me in a chokehold because it's Eldritch Horror and it's fishing, and that's basically my bag. So, yeah, I want to check that out at some point too. I know Burke played it. It's fun. Yeah, try it. It's fun. It's fun. Mm. Um, but yeah, make sure you uh, follow Last Call on all this stuff. Make sure you follow all these wonderful people. You can check us out on Patreon for early access to our mm. video on demands. If you don't want to wait for the YouTube upload. You know, you can always catch it for free on a little bit of a delay. There's also going to be some juicy post-show content where our wonderful players are going to sit down and have a talk back, give their thoughts about how the episodes went. You can check that out on Patreon as well. If not, should be a we fun will post see show. you. Yeah, it should be a fun <laughs> post-show. We will see you next Wednesday. Same great place, same great time. Until the bell tolls again on Last Call for Adventure. Have a good one. <laughs>